Well, welcome back everyone to the Young Adult Ministry Podcast. I'm excited that we're continuing our series that we're calling Greater Love, and we're talking about how God's love has become real to us in greater ways. And each week we're hearing for some different stories, some different voices of how God has become real to different young adults in our community. And so we hope these stories of hope will be an encouragement to you to really pay attention to how God wants to work in your story. And when he works in our lives, he gives us a story to share, and that's a way that we get to share his love with the world. And so excited to introduce you to a couple friends of mine, Nate Lloyd and Avery Sawyer. You can say hi to everyone. Hi. <laughs> so Nate, why don't you share first, why don't you share a little bit about, you know, where you grew up and then how you came to know Jesus, how he's become real to you in your life. Oh yeah. So um, I grew up, I grew up here, right here in Raleigh. So been here for my whole life. Um, then I first started going to church, you know, when I was just a little kid, honestly, like I remember being baptized when I was like six, you know, it's hard to really know what it means at that time, but um, grew up going to church, uh, grew up playing soccer, basketball, baseball, whatever I could get my hands on in terms of sports, got hurt a lot. Um, so a lot of that time I was out of action, but, you know, just growing up in the church and just not really knowing the Lord, um, but nevertheless still being in the church. And, you know, over the past, I'd say like five or six years, you know, God has just like slowly worked his way into my life until at one point he kind of just, kind of just got me yeah. for good. <laughs> well, why don't you talk a little bit more about that since yeah. you're sharing your story first. Why don't you share, how did you see your need for God in a more real way? You grew up in church, but then at some point, you began to see, okay, there's more to Jesus than I thought, and he oh, yeah. began to change you. So how did you see your need for him, and how did he begin changing your life? Well, yeah, it's, de it's definitely one of those things that's conceptually hard to wrap your head around, like when you're a little kid. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I remember just going to church, and everyone at my church was like, it was an older congregation, like majority of people were, you know, in their 70s, 80s, most people didn't have kids so I didn't really see anyone there that was my age that I could like relate with mm -hmm. so right away that kind of put in my head you know this is Christianity or going to church this stuff is just like for old people <laughs> and it doesn't apply to my life mm -hmm. um, and then you know growing up going to church then I finally moved to hope um, when I was in I think I was in third grade um, and there it was like totally not the opposite in the sense of like we still learn about Jesus but it was super fun <laughs> and it was the complete opposite in terms of like the flow and everything so like you would go you'd have a good time and that's kind of what got me to go to church from then on but what made it real for me was depression mm -hmm. and anxiety and I, I guess just like the trials and like tribulations of life, you know, the older I got, like the more questions I had that didn't have an answer from the world. And yeah, it just led to me asking a lot of questions and trying to find the answers to those in all the wrong places. Like, I mean, we could, we could talk about that, you know, a lot of other different like philosophies, new age stuff, you know, kind of just going into the weeds until I found the, the truth. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. 
And so that moment was when when did that happen for you? Like, was there a particular moment where you feel like you found the truth of Jesus for yourself? Oh yeah. So I remember. So I'll kind of give the little timeline here. I was basically from when I was born to twenty twenty one. I was completely lost. So. But going to church and stuff. Right. Just yeah. didn't have much of a relationship with God. Right. Yeah. Um, and throughout that time, like towards the end of that, I I would say like I was completely lost. Like I would go to church, but I just went kind of to appease my parents. And then after after some time of reflection and kind of in that pa- in in this period of time in 2021, I had like some of the worst depression ever. Um, I had like broken my arm and I couldn't play sports for like six months and I was just like super super down and that's the first time I think I remember like actually praying or like thinking of God and oddly enough during that time my mom she had invited me to go to a um, Bible study with like some other young adults because she knew like at the time like I didn't really have any friends and that was part of the part that was like really you know messed up and I went to that bible study with uh, Matt Curtis, Carrie White was there, Angie was there, Angie Rizzo so a bunch of good people that probably been on this podcast before Um, and you know I saw these people that they didn't know me they didn't know anything about me other than like my mom they knew my mom but like they didn't know me they didn't know what i had done where my heart was at but like they still loved me and i was like that was the moment really when i saw like it took me seeing jesus like in another person to really like pick this up and like read it for myself that's awesome yeah so you experienced god's love through people loving you where you were oh yeah and then that opened you up to his love for you I'm, I will come back to you and hear a little bit more about how he's changed you, how you're dealing with some of that stuff differently. Because yeah. I know a lot of people out there probably deal with anxiety and depression and just it would be great to hear more of how you've let God into those places. But I'd love to hear from Avery, give you a chance <laughs> to share. You've been sitting here listening so well. So why don't you share a little bit of your story and how you've seen your need for God when you came to know Jesus in a more real way. Yeah, of course. So I, incidentally enough, grew up at Hope. Went to Hope my whole life. Um, Did you guys know each other? No, we didn't. We didn't know each other until about a year or so ago we met at Yam, which was really interesting. Um, Just to see how big Hope is and how much love there is at that church, but people can experience it differently. I was so engulfed in, in Hope and just like the love of God, and I just... I wanted to learn more about him. I wanted to experience him because I looked around and I saw so many people's prayers being answered by him. Um, And I wanted that for myself. And I felt as though um, I was just searching for that just for all my life. And I had such a need and a fire for him. Um, So I- Like from a young age? From a young age, yes. I I loved it. I always, I knew that that was a huge part of my life. I mean, I grew up, I had both parents, um, very Christian. My dad actually works, I hope, now, and so just very... Haley Sawyer, <laughs> you rock. <laughs> very just, like, filled with his love. And so I saw it around me, so then I wanted to experience it for me. Um, but even though I wasn't able to experience it when I was, um, like, younger, it kind of put me in a pit 
because I felt as though I, in a way, became selfish because I saw what other people had with God and I wanted it and it kind of made me question my relationship with God. So it made me turn away from Him, not the church, not going to church, not serving, but Him as a person, as seeking Him. And so I decided to kind of live my life instead of His um, and didn't work out too well. And that's kind of where I found my need again for Him and He showed up in like my lowest places. So why don't you talk a little bit more about that, if you don't, if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. So how did you see your need for God and then how did He show up and, and yeah. meet you there? So one of my biggest things is my thyroid. Um, I've dealt with that since middle school. Um, it, it, in a way, just like debilitates your whole body. It controls a lot of your day-to-day life, your metabolism, and if you don't have it working well, you can't get out of bed. It's almost, in a way, depression um, in the same mindset of you want to get up, and there's, there's in the back of your head, it's something telling you, okay, you can get up, like you're okay, but you don't believe it, and you can't do it for yourself. And that's kind of what I was fighting with my own body. Um, and I came to the end of that with um, myself, and he met me there. He was always there, and that's just kind of when I kept seeking him, and that's when he finally showed up. And when I saw him show up, that's when it changed my perspective of I was able to experience his love rather than me just seeing it in other people. And so how did you ex- how did he show up for you? Like, how did you experience his love? What was that like? Um, I it started. It started slow. Um, It just started by him, in a way, just pushing me out of bed, being like, okay, get up. You don't have to live for yourself. You don't have to um, do it for yourself, but do it for me. Get up, do it for me. Live for me, live for others through me. Show others his love through you. Um, And it became less of of my life and debilitating myself through my um, like physical pain. And he was bigger than all of that. So if I could use him in my life and he could build strength up in me um, through my, my confidence and my faith in him, then I could get through anything. So I just kept getting up. It kept being a nudge every morning. And then the nudge kept getting like less and less because I was doing it for myself through him. Like He had already instilled the, mm-hmm. the strength in me to get up every morning and to continue to seek him. So even in a very low place in your life, you found a change in your heart that wanted to live with him mm-hmm. and for him, and you found his power working through you. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. <laughs> so how, is, how has that changed you since? Like, as you think about this theme of like God's greater love for us, like how is that impacting you day to day now? So the biggest thing is it turns from his greater love for me because he's shown up in my life. I never want anybody to fall away from him as as I did because they didn't feel as though he showed up. Because if I look back in my my life and my childhood, I saw him showing up. I just I didn't believe it. I didn't I didn't fully understand what it was because I wasn't also seeking him. Mm-hmm. You can see it but not believe it. Um, And so the biggest thing now is going back and talking to people and sharing your testimony and getting people to understand through you and see the love and the light that you have for God. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. That's (laughs) that's so cool. And I've seen God work through you, actually, uh, in a lot of ways. But (laughs) in particular, we had a friend who was having a hard time a few weeks ago, and someone told me about it who worked for Hope, and I knew that she needed 
some compassion from another female. And you came along with me, and it was so cool to watch God work through you to show his compassion and love for that person in that moment. And you just have such a big heart for people. So I just want to encourage you that God, I see God working through you. And that's awesome, like, word for us to pay attention to that, you know, God works in our heart so that then we can share that with other people and, and see other people more the way that, that he sees us. And so thanks for sharing your story, Avery. I'd love to hear a little bit more from Nate now. Nate, so since you've had this time where God's become real to you, how has that changed you Like in terms of how you're dealing with the same kind of struggles and challenges that you had before? Because they don't mm. just go away necessarily. Right. Yeah. But how, how has God's love become real to you as you're walking out your journey of following Jesus? Mm. I'm super, I'm glad that you asked that question because that's one of the biggest things I can testify for like in my personal like testimony is like the transformative power of, of God and like the transformative power of having a relationship with Jesus Christ because for the longest time like I didn't realize that it was like a relationship. It's just like having a relationship with like your mom or dad except it's with a perfect almighty like creator entity you know so one of the things that'll blow your mind a little bit when you really think yeah dude that's a that's a brain exploder for sure (laughs) i have a a verse pertaining to that um but it just this is one of the things that when i first picked up the bible i was just like reading through it like a novel because i didn't really know how like that you could just read it all like separate or Mm. apart so i was just reading basically random stuff but (laughs) this verse came came into my heart early um and it says don't it's romans 12 2 don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let god transform you into a new person by changing the way you think and that's good that was the biggest thing he just changed the way i thought about these things like just for instance like when when I think about the way I used to like treat people before I knew Christ, you know, God changed how I viewed people, you know, so He changed how I treated them. Mm-hmm. You know, I realized, you know, these people are made in the image of God, so I ought to love them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, that was one of the things that I really struggled with early on was like the whole idea of like loving your enemies. And, and just in general loving people that hurt you mm-hmm. that was one of the hardest things to overcome but like with that question there's no way I could have ever done that without God mm-hmm. um, but yeah I don't know if that answers the question yeah, no, but that's great I mean I think we all need help with that to love people right. that we have a hard time with or have even hurt us that really is the fruit of God's love in our life coming out because that's how Jesus loves us. See, while we were enemies of God and running the opposite direction, he gave yeah. Jesus to die on the cross to mm. make a way to come back home and to show us how much he loved us. And so like even seeing your enemies or people have hurt you uh, through the lens of someone that God loves is a huge change in your life. Mm. And so when you think about like that's a huge change to your relationships and then when you think about your kind of personal journey of dealing mm. with anxiety and depression, like mm. what that been like for you as you've been kind of working through that in a new way with Jesus? Yeah. So in terms of like mental health 
stuff. I mean, in general, I like the world didn't offer any help. <laughs> um, and and right right when I knew Jesus, I knew I had a friend, someone I could talk to, and that kind of changed everything. You know, also someone who really does care and someone who made made me. So like just it when when I first became a Christian it was really hard for me to understand that like communicating with God or God communicating with you it doesn't have to be like a Moses in the burning bush situation like where you're like like super dramatic. Right. Yeah. Or where God like speaks onto you with a verbal mm-hmm. voice but I mean just this was like this was my therapy um and not to say that there's anything wrong with therapy yeah. uh, cuz I did that too mm-hmm. but you know this was my I, I kind of make the joke sometimes when my mom will ask me like how I'm doing and then I'll tell her like Jesus is my therapist you know <laughs> that's that's um, good I like that but yeah he a lot a lot of stuff in my life that was like triggers for my anxiety and depression like those things a lot of them like changed overnight mm-hmm. um, when I became a Christian uh, a lot of my anxiety depression all that stuff before was oftentimes because I didn't know the answer to like very 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 important questions like why am I here (laughs) and the Bible tells us yeah yeah the Bible told me that or like what what does the future look like you know the Bible tells us you know God has a plan he has something in mind for all of us so a lot of that stuff just kind of took off the weight Mm -hmm. and then the rest is just still still coming off yeah i i definitely don't think it all comes off at once but having like christian community now i'd say is one of the biggest things people you can be vulnerable with yeah yeah that's huge yeah i was talking to a group of of business folks in the medical community today about mental emotional and spiritual health and those are some of the things that we're talking about that having people to talk to the trust with what's really going on inside of you being vulnerable mm. and then actually believing that there's a God that cares about you. And the right. word for the Holy, one of the words for the Holy Spirit in the new Testament is counselor is mm-hmm. paraclete. So when you talk about Jesus as your therapist, it really, that's who the Holy Spirit is, is he's our, our counselor to take the things from the word that God wants us to know and help us experience in, in our heart and have this conversational relationship with God and, that's so cool that you're experiencing yeah. that. And Avery, as you're thinking about like your journey with God, is there a verse or a scripture that's really stood out to you that you feel like has been really impactful? Yeah, um, Philippians 4.13 is a verse that I always think in my head. Um, it, it just shows um, just how, let me pull it up so I can remember it. It says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, and it's just showing that he instills a strength in you mm-hmm. to be able to continue and to fight um, battles alongside you. Um, he lifts you up and just fills you with his love to continue day, day in and day out. Yeah, that's a, that's a good word. <laughs> yeah. Very good one. So, so I'll give you the last softball. If there's anything you want to encourage young adults that might be watching this, is there any, um, anything you'd want to encourage them with as we're kind of closing out this session? Um, a big thing that I would like to say is 
just to never give up on God because he never gives up on you, just to continue to seek him. And even if you feel as though he's not there, um, you have a community, you have the word, you have people around you, you have people that you can go to that are always going to be there for you. And he will always be right beside you, even in your darkest and maybe maybe when you don't feel him, um, that's when you can seek him and you'll find him. Yeah, that's that's good encouragement. I appreciate you sharing that. And how about you, Nate? Is there anything you'd want to encourage people with as we close our time? Yeah, um, not to not to be a preacher, um, but preach on it. Yeah, it's just man. It's one of those things that if I could stress enough, like in the Christian life, just having community. I mean, I. I wouldn't have even like been here if I never got invited to that Bible study, you know what I mean? So always invite people to church <laughs> and read the Bible because it'll change everything for you. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you guys for sharing your story and modeling your vulnerability and how God has met you and become real to you. And so we hope this has been an encouragement to you watching wherever you are, that God cares about you and cares about your story and wants to work in your heart. And as you trust Jesus as your friend and your savior, your therapist that meets you in the dark, low places sometimes in your life, that he becomes real in new ways and you have a hope to share with the world. And so we hope you'll join us. If you're in the triangle, we'd love to see you at one of our uh, gatherings for Yam. Nate yeah. says you should come. So <laughs> that, that'd be awesome to have you. And if, if you're watching this somewhere else around the country or around the world, we hope it's encouragement you to get connected wherever you are to a church that's centered on Jesus. So thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye.